steal at center as Eichel lifted a stick. The free puck to Petrangelo in his own zone. Stretch pass. Eichel is in with a cutter. Third man Martinez scores! Nobody is ever satisfied with one, so we're back for a second hour of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Bennett looking cross eye Stone intercepts. This time he sends it down in a waffle and go into the goal. It's a hat trick in the clincher. Mark Stone, the captain, makes it 8-3 Golden Knights with six minutes to go in the third period. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com, here is Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Camp is underway for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, teams are opening training camp across the National Hockey League. We'll get into some of the news and uh, notes uh, that have uh, come out of the start of availability as we get set for ice times and practices over the next couple of days. Uh, preseason starts on Saturday down under uh, in Australia, in Melbourne, at the Rod Laver uh, facility between Arizona and Los Angeles. Vegas is on the ice for the first time in game action on Sunday, and it's the start of a two-game trip. Well, it's not really a trip. It's go there, come back, go there, uh, playing San Jose and Colorado. I'll give you the whole TV situation uh, as we just try to make sure that you're prepared if you're going to tune in, uh, want to tune in to the preseason games on Sunday and Monday. Uh, that will come up in just a little bit. We also have four tickets to give away. Uh, we're going to give away all four tickets to one person. Uh, that for next Wednesday's game against the Los Angeles Kings. But let's start off with uh, the Golden Knights side of uh, training camp. And we have uh, some important numbers uh, to pass your way uh, that we'll be following. 63. That's the total number of players mm -hmm. uh, that are going to uh, participate in training camp. 36 forwards mm -hmm. are in Vegas, 20 blue liners, and seven goaltenders as the Stanley Cup champions open training camp tomorrow. And it's uh, three different – they've been divided up into three different uh, groups. The first one will be on the ice at 9, group 2 at 11, and the third group at 2 o'clock and everything over at uh, City National Arena. Come on by and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm really excited to get back to the rink. Really excited to see how the three groups shake out and just to see everybody on the ice again. We have uh, some names that uh, are familiar because they return everybody from the Stanley Cup roster, mm -hmm. minus one. Uh, but you also have uh, names that aren't on this list. So let's start there, and we'll we'll deal with it, and we'll move on. Uh, but uh, when it comes to goaltending, uh, Robin Leonard is not listed uh, among the goaltenders. Uh, that uh, will include uh, Michael Bullion, who is a player that is signed to Savannah, mm -hmm. uh, 25-year-old, uh, Southpaw. Uh, he's coming to training camp. He'll play in, in Savannah this year. And uh, other goaltenders uh, under contract, uh, Isaiah Seville uh, is in camp. Jesper Weichmann, uh, Seville, we'll see whether or not he's a full camp participant because yeah. at the rookie tournament face-off, uh, he was uh, not one of the two goaltenders that participated. Uh, Jesper Weichmann is first-year, full-year full mm -hmm. uh, professional. And Aiden Hill, Logan Thompson, uh, also uh, among the goaltenders. And it's really it's really already a um, foregone conclusion, uh, barring anything uh, crazy. But... Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill uh, expected to be your goaltending uh, tandem this year. Yeah, 100%. I, I think going into 
the season, the expectation that, that a lot of us had, that many of us have, is it's going to be Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson. Um, I am interested to see kind of how that plays out, how many games each guy needs or or gets over the course of the preseason. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it's – I don't think it's a hot take or anything, but my, my guess is, barring anything unforeseen, Aiden Hill will get game number one banner-raising ceremony. When you look at the difference between a year ago to now, where mm-hmm. there was – all kinds of question marks. Who is going to be the starter? Mm-hmm. Would the goaltenders perform up to expectations uh, with this team? Uh, it's it's much different. Aiden Hill is a known commodity, but Aiden Hill didn't play a ton last year. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still some development and uh, not proving yourself, but growth within his game when it comes to workload. Mm-hmm. And with Logan Thompson, he wants to get back to being a guy that plays every uh, two out of three starts uh, in, in that situation. Now, uh, a year ago, Aiden's first preseason start didn't go great. Mm-hmm. And they th- remember, they put him right back in, yeah. and yeah. he was outstanding. Yes, uh, Logan fine-tuned his game, got the opening night start, and uh, Yuri Patera was part of uh, of the camp. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Yuri played don't in, the, so in, the, in the preseason no. last year. No. He ended up playing two yeah. National Hockey League games, his National Hockey League yeah. debut and going 2-0. and So when you look at what they have over the preseason, it's it, there's going to be uh, Logan. Mm-hmm. Aiden mm-hmm. will get full games. Yep. Yuri might get a full game, or he might get a third period uh, of a game. I think he gets a full game I, this I year. I agree. I do. Uh, uh, so you've got three guys that Aiden will will want two two starts. Sure. Logan will want a couple of games. Yep. You throw the likes of Yuri Patera in the mix. He'll want a game. Mm-hmm. So there's five. There's not a lot left over. Right for a Vikeman, mm-hmm. or uh, I, I don't see Bullion getting uh, a preseason uh, time. There's that. Though it sounds like a lot of preseason games, but it's it's tied up here with with your goaltenders in camp with those four guys, primarily three. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting it's an interesting aspect of of the Golden Knights goaltending because you would think coming off of a Stanley Cup that. It wouldn't necessarily be a prove me type of situation, but I think it is for in a lot of ways for Aiden Hill and Logan I, I Thompson think for, for everybody. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But like, you have two goaltenders that at various stages last year carried the mail and did it at a very high level, and yet you've got Logan Thompson who wants to get back there, as you mentioned, to starting two out of three games, and you want Aiden Hill, or you have Aiden Hill wanting to prove that he can carry the mail. At, at this level over the course of an 82-game season. You've got two guys that are going to be approaching this camp in a very similar way to how they approached it last year. And Yuri Patera wants mm-hmm. to take another step. Absolutely. And you could you could say Yuri was not expected to play in the National Hockey League last year. Mm-hmm. He was not in the plans. He had gone uh, uh, from savannah uh, uh or not savannah but uh, the east coast hockey league mm-hmm. and, and then played up to uh henderson the year before 
and was expected to play in Henderson all year last year and moved up. He was ready, and he, and he, and he capitalized on it. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Seville is going to be uh, the guy that's going to probably spend a lot of time in um, in Henderson this year mm-hmm. on a more full-time basis after spending time in, in Savannah. Uh, he would be your other guy that would uh, would get some some uh, maybe a period in tr- in training camp and see how they they go the the guy that's that we haven't mentioned that we talked about yesterday uh, through the open uh, calls was Robin Leonard mm-hmm. he's not on this roster uh, don't know the actual specifics of it whether it's the uh, medical and not passing your physical uh, or or what the situation is there but he's not on the training camp roster will not be part of the uh, the three groups that will take to the ice tomorrow uh, Kelly McCrimmon and Bruce Cassidy will both speak tomorrow uh, Kelly McCrimmon will be just after 11 o'clock at City National Arena uh, and we'll see exactly where the I anticipate that that will be one of the first questions that, that we'll get clarification on I would imagine it'll be if not the first the second question mm-hmm. so we'll we'll have well it can be the first if you ask it well, it's true, but I like I I you I'm don't ask so questions in the there. Nose. I'm so on the nose with the goaltending stuff. Why don't you ask questions in the press conference? You never know. ask questions. I like to listen. I always wonder, like, why would you go there? Because I want to hear what's happening. If you don't ask questions, if all you're going to do is hear it, listen yeah. to it, yeah, then wait for for it to come out uh, by the team. Because I'm lazy. That's that's why I would do it. But I I'm I'm I give you credit because mm-hmm. you go Chapman goes he asks questions like he shouldn't he's better at it he than shouldn't I am. He and he does questions. you should and you don't oh. wait why why should I not oh you're still here yeah hey buddy good to see you again Chapman Chapman yeah by gets the way his reps for post for the post game press conference yeah and by the I'm way in I'm just putting it out there the whole quest for the cup. ESPN put me asking a question to Jack Eichel. That was in the the, the thing, but that you you brought that up. So, but but, but you you know what you know why? Because I ask good questions. <laughs> no, the the guys, the crew that was editing that together. Yeah, they're like, we got to put this guy in. Yeah, I I we, I, I highly have doubt to put that. This guy I in. highly doubt that. But so this is an organization that multiple times has gone way down the depth chart on in, in goaltenders. Does it concern you that there's no one after Aiden and Logan that has significant NHL experience? Like last year, they they had Michael Hutchinson in camp, and you know he was kind of like the fail safe because he had experience in the NHL. Your Patera's got two games. After that, there's nobody who's ever played a minute in the NHL. Are there concerns there? No. Okay. Here's why. I'm I'm because there are a lot of goalies out there. That if you needed something quick or something to fill in a spot, mm-hmm. you can go out and get one through trade or signing. Yeah, right. There, there's a few guys that don't have teams right now. Okay, Yaro right. Halak mm-hmm. doesn't have a team right now. Did a great job backing up the New York Rangers, knocking on. He he wants uh, 300 wins. Yaroslav mm-hmm. Halak, he's out there. Uh, they're very comfortable with what they have. They love this tandem. They love. The cost of the tandem, it fits in perfectly with the budget. I don't think they're getting a, a, a like a, a super bargain on Aiden Hill, but it's a fair, it's a super fair deal, which I think is is great for for the hockey club and great for uh, the player. 
and Logan is still on that that deal. That though he's he's a this is the first year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just popped in my head. It's the first year that that he's on a one way deal. Hmm. Yeah. Last year was he yeah. could have sent down and it could have would have, would have been a, a lower salary. Yeah. He's going to make what he what he makes in the National Hockey League, just shy of a million dollars uh, this year. They're very comfortable with that. They they like Erie. If he, if he has to come up play a couple of games, but if they run into something uh, a little deeper with uh, with injury or performance, there's guys available or people that you can acquire. And there's there's no reason you might as well let Vikman, Seville, and uh, Patera all play and develop within your system, and that's going to benefit you long term. But good question. That's why you ask the questions in the press conference. Damn straight. No, no, do, do, do it like you would in a press conference. Chris Chapman, yeah, Fox uh, Sports Las Vegas. <laughs> is that how I sound? Is that the way he sounds? A little bit. A little yeah. bit more nasally, yeah. I think. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Like, I didn't think he sounds... Impression. Yeah, hold your nose. Hold bad. your nose. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas? <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him like that. I'm, I might be too busy looking at his... Hair? His Phillies jersey or his oh, hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, give, me, give, me, give, give it to me. All right. Um, Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. You uh, do not. You do not <laughs> clear your throat. No, and no. You no. do not go with the baritone yeah. attempt. <clears throat> Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. That's better. Uh, Bruce, um, you only have two goalies with significant NHL experience in camp. Uh, you're feeling comfortable with that? No, not if they both play. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you don't end it with an an- a question that can be answered with a yes or no answer. But not, Bruce not, is good. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He would give me more than three or four listen, words. Logan Thompson wants to play like he did last year, both in the number of games or the frequency mm-hmm. and the level uh, of his game. Uh, he's going to push Aiden Hill. Uh, I agree. I think it was Ryan that said that uh, he, he believes Aiden will get the opening night assignment. Mm-hmm. He he earned that. He won the Stanley Cup. He was uh, uh, he. That that goes with, but but after that, Bruce is very, very uh, I think comfortable with either guy, and and seeing seeing who who earns those those opportunities. They like to plan it out a little bit in advance, but I think you you, you might see fifty five forty five mm-hmm. in a share this year between those two if uh, when when they're both available. I don't see it being tipped. Any bigger or or weighted heavily more heavily than that? Yeah, it's it's interesting you bring that up because before we went on hiatus, that was a kind of a talking point that you and I had is that what that split's going to look like between Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill is to whether or not there's going to be a clear cut number one or if it's going to be really a one A one B. You go with the hot hand at various stretches of the season, and you were along those lines before we before we went on hiatus that it's it's going to be pretty close in terms of total games played between both guys. And, and you know, the more I sit and think about it, the more I think that that's probably the breakdown that we're going to see because, you know, outside of game number one, I don't know that anything's set in stone in terms of the goaltending right now. I think you've got two guys that are going to push. You have a coach that's in tune with that. And you're going to put the guy in net that you think gives you the best chance. To I think it's a great situation it's for great. defending a Stanley Cup. For sure. Both guys were very key parts to it. Mm-hmm. But Logan Thompson hasn't finished a game since before the All-Star break. Yeah. So he's got to get out there and get confidence in his body again 
that that he can do that. And the team has to have confidence in his body to be able to go out and do that while stopping the puck and, and winning hockey games. Aiden Hill came off the bench, literally came off the bench or the trainer's table. Mm-hmm. Remember that crazy stat about how many times he'd played mm-hmm. between getting hurt and then played the two periods in Henderson and then mopped up in the uh, in relief of, of uh, Lauren Bersois mm-hmm. and then started? Like it was yeah. an incredible uh, amount of uh, time between between full games. And he had a great run. And thankfully he did. Yeah. Thankfully he did. But he's got to prove that he can stay healthy for the, for the long term and play at that level. And if you have to go with a tandem, that's the best situation. The tandem is the best place that this team would be in. Mm-hmm. Having both guys playing well and splitting it. The 65 games a year, Nobody's doing that. Mm-hmm. Nobody should do it anymore. Even the the elite of the, of, of the game. But if you're going to, could Aiden Hill be in the All Star game in Toronto this year? It's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. With with this team, well, could Logan Thompson be in the All Star game in Toronto this year? Either one of them. Yeah. If they're both going good, mm-hmm. there's there's so if you're. To the question that Chapman from Fox Sports Las Vegas asked, <laughs> there's a lot to like about these two goaltenders, mm-hmm. but their bodies of work still uh, have to be cemented in in more of a foundation, and the only way to do that is this year. Yeah, and and I think you know that's going to be the the unique aspect of it because from a getting it done standpoint, from a from a talent standpoint, I I don't think that we have any of the same questions about the goaltending that we had last year going into this season. It's more about the longevity of the players. Can they stay healthy over the course of 82 games? Can they handle the workload over the course of an of an 82 game season? And then what does the breakdown look like? Because I think if we're being honest with ourselves, if both guys are going, they've got the goods to get it done because they got it done last year. What did you say there? If we're being honest with ourselves? Yeah. We we know they can get it done. I don't like it when you say that. Why? When anybody says that. Okay. When they say to be honest. If we or are, if we're being honest with us, you know what that tells me? That I'm not honest with you. Yes. Yeah. It makes me question sure. whether or not you're upfront with me all the time, or whether you're trying to be sports talk radio in the moment, and you're you're not being. The guy that's telling the whole truth. I can guarantee you I'm I'm not being sports talk radio. All right. So you don't have to say if we're being totally honest. I come on here, I'm honest with you all the time. I don't have to tell you I'm honest. I'm probably too honest with you. Probably. Definitely with Chapman. I never want to hear again. The most honest To guy be honest with you or, or if I'm going to be honest with you. Except when it comes to telling us ahead of time what the surprise is. He's not that honest. Well, no, that's, that's a it's, surprise. It's an, honest, well, it's an honest situation. I understand that, but, you know, I mean, full disclosure. I'm not lying to you about anything. You're just hiding it no, from I'm us. No, I'm not being dishonest. No, that's that oh. has nothing to do with honesty. <laughs> I mean, just I've got a kinda... surprise for you tomorrow. I'm excited for that surprise. But that's not being dishonest. I, I, don't, I don't like to side with Mallard, but <sighs> he's, being, he's being honest here. 
I thought I had something, and then I realized after I turned, you, just, yeah, you I was, didn't yeah, have it. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty-three players in camp. Yeah. Who are you most? You haven't. You guys haven't been able to talk to the players mm-hmm. in a while since the parade, probably. No. Since that night, not at the parade. Who are you most looking forward to connecting with? And it can't be William Carlson because that's. <laughs> you were going to say William Carlson, so you can't say it. That's your answer, but I'm making you go to to number number two. I think Jack Eichel. Hmm. I I feel like there's there's so much that we can get into with him. Like I love the quote that he had last week about it's nice to shut up the doubters. Like I think that's really cool. I I, I like that attitude. But now that he's won the cup and he's silenced the doubters, I'm just curious to see like what his mindset is coming into the season now. Like like does he feel like he there's just he can be himself. Does he feel like he 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 still has something to prove? Like I'm just I don't think he's ever stopped being himself. I I like that though. Like I I, I like the Jack Eichel we got. Like from the midway point last season on, like he was I think he was maybe one of the four or five best players in the NHL from the midway what are your point expectations last season. Numbers wise for, for him, Jack. I don't think he needs to be a hundred point guy. Like, I feel like there's enough on this team and there's a lot of depth that he doesn't need to be that guy. Like, I think if you get a point a game out of Jack, I think that's a fair expectation. He was that last year. And I think 66 that's... 66 points in 67 games. And I there's no reason to think that you won't get that. But I don't think you need to be a 100-point player because I feel like this, this team's good enough that you don't need to have that one individual player who goes out and does that. I think he wants to be a 100-point player. I'm sure he if does. You, if, you, if you asked him for an honest answer, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he would like to be a 100-point guy. You think and he I, would preface I, it by saying, if I'm being honest. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I, he, he prefaced the other thing. I if think, I'm being honest, it felt I, good to silence the doubters. I think he can get to that level where he's doing what Bruce Cassidy wants him to achieve as a 200-foot guy, mm-hmm. and still produce uh, 100 points. Like, I feel like he he coming into camp will be the most complete player he's ever been in his entire career. His highest point total for a season is 82. Most goals he scored is 36. I think he's, he could get to— I think, I think his career high in both, both categories this year. I think that's fair. I, I definitely I think he goes over 40. I wouldn't argue against that. I—, I I'm I'm looking forty goals. I'm looking. I I agree with Chris in that I don't think he has to be forty's a lot. Under, under the structure of a four I, uh, four line team, I I get that I do, yeah. but I think that Jack Jack's power play numbers are going to go up. There you go. I what we talked about it the, our number one right, and I absolutely believe that. I think that that his shot's just too good uh, to not be a a legitimate threat every single time he's on the ice on the power play. So my expectation is that he's going to score his fair share of power play goals. I think that's where he's going to to kind of push himself over the edge there. Who are you I looking see... to connect with? What uh, who are you? Um, I mean, Mark Stone's interesting because I like. It was so important to him to be here for that run, right? And he talked about it and the emotion that he had during that initial press conference and understanding what it means to him. Um, 
I, I, I want to kind of just connect with him on that level. Like what you, 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 you accomplished it, right? You came back, you were able to become yourself within four periods, which is astounding to me. And then you went out there and you did it and you, you, you led. And I, I'm, I'm just curious to see how that, that experience maybe lived up to what his expectations of it were before he got there. And then Jonathan Marcheseau, because you're talking about a guy that, that won the Conn Smythe trophy. You're talking about a guy that has, has ble- like blood, sweat and tears for this organization. He, he's so proud to be a Vegas golden Knight. Um, yeah, I wasn't on the ice with the guys. I, I want to know what that moment was like for him because of how much he loves being a part of this team. Best picture in, in Stanley Cup championship. Outside of the Oilers' first team <laughs> picture when they when they did that on the ice at yeah. the end with the Stanley Cup yeah. uh, and started that tradition, um, that that team picture behind the net with, with the guys celebrating and Marsh so looking mm. up at the, at the at the camera. Uh, Mark Stone, work with me on this. Might be in the best place to start a season in four or five years. Remember, he got banged up in the in the Montreal's uh, semifinal. Mm-hmm. Then had the surgery, and came back last year. Yep. And you're wondering how that was going to go during the preseason. And now we're back here, and by by having the surgery and going through the playoffs, and then having a full, it's not a full off season by anybody else's standards. Yeah. But by Mark Stone's calendar and what he was able to do the last two off seasons compared to this one, mm-hmm. he's in a really good spot, yeah. health wise, yeah. body wise, to be prepared for the start of the National Hockey League season. That's that's a different element than than you would expect going into this season. Yeah, it, it really is, and you know, for for Mark, obviously, you you cap it all off with a Stanley cup. But I think just the ability to come into this training camp and, you know, to not have those questions necessarily swirling around you because we Mm -hmm. saw what he was able to do. um, I think it's going to, you just pay dividends for him. It's going to be awesome. Now season, baby Scarlett's doing great. Mm -hmm. Dogs are doing great. Baby Scarlett's starting to eat. So the dogs are getting a little, I talked to him. I said, (laughs) how are the dogs, uh, uh, baby eating? And, uh, and he said, Oh yeah, the dogs come around a little. It's amazing how your puppies, like the baby a lot more mm-hmm. when there's food dropping from high chair. Yeah. Big fair. So so life is life is good there. Played um so meaty day today over mm-hmm. at City National Arena. Yeah. And something that uh that Gordon Weigers asked me to do was play some cornhole. Have a uh, we had a BGK cornhole competition. Okay. I got to throw the bean bags in on my skates with my hand, but the players had to use their sticks. Okay. It was it was a it was a lot of fun, highly competitive. It was funny, like it was fun. It was goofy, and the players have to do a lot of things during the. And it's a long day for them. They have a they have a team meeting first thing this morning, like seven a.m. Couple of presentations, then they go through and they do all their green screen and all the uh, different things that they they are required to do as players. It's just a long day. Mm-hmm. That that's all it is. But they get to this this competition with me on the ice, and. The competitive juices come out, and it was fun. <laughs> but Mark said it best. I said, "Are you nervous?" He's like, no, I just don't want to embarrass myself. 
This is the Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> so he, he had a couple of practice shots. Yeah. Ended up winning. Why does that not surprise me? me. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. It, 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 I, like, I can't even be mad at this. Now, Nick Haig totally cheated because okay. we have a line, mm-hmm. but he's six foot six and, and 240 and, and is strong enough to hold the beanbag on a stick and, and almost dunk <laughs> oh. the beanbag. Almost dunk it. That's now, a total amazing. cheater. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. There is zero chance. Darren told Nick Hague to his face that he cheated. Oh, I totally did. No way. No, Absolutely. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. Really? The yeah, cam- you're a lucky guy. Uh, cameras were rolling, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that, that's is, why. Yeah. But we had GoPros going. Like, nice. like the, the, it, 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 was, it was great. Um, Nick Hague is going to have a monster year. Talked to him about his stick. He, mm-hmm. He's changed the stick uh, flex a little bit. Everybody's going with a, with a softer flex. Okay. He went up. Five, he went 105 to 110 flex. Okay, uh, just th- thought it was too whippy. Now he's strong and he yeah. leans on it. Like there's there's a lot there. Uh, just seeing and he was funny. He's like, just because I score on you doesn't mean I'm gonna have a, a good year. That's a good line. That's a great <laughs> line from him. But I'm I, I told him today. It's honesty. You, the, it's coming off different, yeah. off a stick. Yeah. So save this. All right. Okay. What we're talking about right now. Nick Hag is going to have a big year offensively. Do you want to quantify that in terms of goals? No. Or points? No. No. I'm not going to put. Just, I'm not going to limit him. Just big. Not big going year. to limit him. Okay. I like he it. He cheats in the competition, the cornhole competition. Yeah. But I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's um, let's give away the tickets right now. Okay. 702-876-1340. Call, and if. You are the lucky person. We will give you four tickets to next week's game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Los Angeles Kings, the first game back at T-Mobile since the clinching night. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a cool night. Yeah, it is. What number? Seven. Caller number seven to 702-876-1340. We've got one-timers coming up on the other side. Carlson left corner, centered, one-timer, score! It's time for one-timers. One-timers. A quick look at news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Before we get into some cool things, uh, interesting things happening around the National Hockey League, I mentioned cool cup stories yesterday we went through and Mm -hmm. talked about William Carlson or Zach Whitecloud. Johnny and Pat Mayo, two equipment managers uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, twins, in fact, uh, they had a cup day and they shared their cup day, which is awesome. And they took it around town and ended up at Nellis Air Force Base. Nice. That was neat. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, and uh, Mike Kelly, uh, our, our, our friend, uh, photographer, uh, who's in a battle right now, he was part of their cup day. Uh, one of the most, if not the most positive person, honorary member of Positivity Alley. Uh, he was involved in, in Pat and Johnny's day. So just want to give uh, the two guys who do so much uh, in and around the, the organization with the, with the team, uh, always smiling, uh, over at Nellis Air Force Base uh, with the people that, uh, that help keep us safe. Yeah, that's awesome. They, they post with the Stanley Cup in front of a jet. I don't know what no kind of way. jet it was, like a fighter jet. Yeah, that's awesome. And... 
you don't want to give them space. You want to get them to enjoy their day. Uh -huh. But if I would have known they were going to do that, yeah. I would have invited myself along. Because I'm a fighter pilot, fighter jet, just a fashionado. I love anything I can yeah. be around that. So I would love to go up in the, with the Blue Angels or do something like that. If anybody's listening and has any connections to get me in the cockpit in one of those aerial okay. uh, type situations, I'm all for it. Okay. Um, that's good to know because, like, we've done quite a few things. Not this show specifically, but this radio station has, has done some stuff with Nellis. Like, I've, I've gotten to be on the Air Force Base doing remote broadcasts. It's awesome. Have you been up there? To, to Nellis? To Nellis, No, yeah. no. Phenomenal. Been near, near it, uh, close enough that I can see it, but no, no, I've never... Uh, I might... I, I want to be more positive this year. I might, I might do something nice for you. I, really? I might, I might, I might see if I can figure something. I don't want to fly you. it. I just want to be. You just want to be in it. I want to be flown in it. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's fine. I don't think they'd let you fly it anyway. <laughs> can you imagine? No. no um, I couldn't. So, uh, out of uh, the opening of camp, uh, Stephen Stamkos, you guys hear about this? Yeah. Expressed frustration mm -hmm. that the Tampa Bay Lightning have yet to begin talks with him about a new contract. He's got a contract for this year. Mm -hmm. It's funny how it works now. <laughs> like everybody's got like Austin Matthews. Yeah. His new contract doesn't kick in for another year. Yep. Yep. But he's got the new contract. Right. So, so Austin has uh, a, a brand new contract coming. Uh, Steven Stamkos has a year left. Yeah. Do you think that's a story or is, uh, is it sort of being blown uh, out of proportion a little bit. Uh, I mean, I watched the video of Stamkos answering the question. He seemed to be legitimately bothered by the fact that it hasn't been done yet. Uh, made, made mention of the fact that he wanted it done before training camp started. Obviously, that's not the case. Um, I, I expect that it'll get done. I, I just, I just do. I, I. I thought it was overblown. I understand uh, Steven Stamkos being frustrated. He's, he's been the guy forever. And now he's at the point of his career where he's not the number one priority with the with the team. And that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. But I didn't think it was that big of a deal until I hear, heard Julian Breesbaugh talk. Hmm. And this was the GM's response. I need to see how this plays out. I need to see how the pieces of the puzzle fit to see who steps up and is able to handle a bigger role. Oh, wow. Did you see how the team performs? Oh, boy. So, I don't think Stamkos is going anywhere, mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound like he's going to be extended before the trade deadline. Yeah. Or until somebody, they start allocating cash. They don't want to get stuck giving Stammer $5 million right. for the next three years, and that's what I would think that he was signed for. In the ballpark three. there. But but Stammer wants he wants the Sydney-type treatment. He wants the Ovi-type treatment. And I'm not sure he's far off that. Yeah. Certainly from a franchise importance perspective, this, this is disappointing on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. I, I'm now fully in the frustrated Stamkos camp. I... I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I feel like Steven Stamkos should be given the Sydney treatment. 
the Ovechkin treatment. And it'll be interesting to see how it goes over the course of the season. Um, and, you know, I, I still think it gets done. I still think that at some point in time, there will be that realization that you want to have Steven Stamkos as a lifelong Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and it gets done. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that it is disappointing. We have a captaincy announcement. Yeah, we do. Brad Marchand. Yes. Takes over the sea with the Boston Bruins. Mm -hmm. There was a significant period of time during my following of the National Hockey League mm -hmm. where I never thought this was a possibility. Yeah. And I agree. he was always more of a leader behind the scenes than people would would assume because of the for. licking and yeah. the, all that yeah. kind of stuff and the antics. But I'm I'm really proud of Brad Marchand right now. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, Brad Marchand is that type of player that that has all the emotion in the world, right? And sometimes you want that emotion um, from a leader. And I think he's grown up a ton. I, I think that he's one of the best wingers in the game, of course. And it's a long time coming, but he's learned from some of the best guys, some of the best leaders. Zdeno Chara. Patrice Bergeron like he he knows what it means and what the honor is and to me it was the, the right decision and, and really the only decision in Boston well they could have went Charlie McAvoy that was that was my guy I, I was so Brad I'm Marchand 0 for 2 I was Brad actually Marchand I'm all 0 for 3 I was hoping I was rooting for McAvoy okay who I hung out with last week mm -hmm. uh, I thought Seth Jones would get the captaincy on an interim basis mm -hmm. with the Chicago Blackhawks They've opted to go uh, away from a captaincy. Mm -hmm. And when you've got the St. Louis Blues, yep. they went uh, Braden Chen. Yep. Uh, 0 for 3. All three are, are, are logical decisions. Sure. But I, as I, listen, Charlie McAvoy, for sure, like that was an option on the table. But to me, because of the longevity of Brad Marchand and, and just how good he's been for this team for so long, to me, it was the only option. And I'm not just saying that because I'm right. Who Charlie McAvoy's father-in-law is? I learned this in prepping for my uh, chirp interview with him. Okay. That'll that'll air in a couple of weeks. Be released in a couple of weeks. Mike Sullivan. Really? Yeah. No. I way. did not know that. I didn't know that I, either. A few people. I, I sort of quiz people around the office, thinking, yeah. "How out of the left field am I?" Yeah. It's probably 50-50. Some people huh. in the Boston area were realized it. Yeah. Yeah, didn't know so that. Mike Sullivan won the Stanley Cup, and Charlie McAvoy went to the Cup party yeah. as the son-in-law. And then they got married. Uh, he and uh, Kylie got married uh, this summer. Oh, wow. uh, Josh Norris will start training camp in a non-contact jersey with the Ottawa Senators. And what else? Uh, is Kale McCarr hmm. won't be on the ice for the start of training camp with a Colorado Avalanche due to a lingering lower body injury. He's day-to-day, -day, so is Chapman. That's not great. Not being well, day to day is not bad. I, it's not bad, but like Colorado had a lot of injury issues over the course of last season. No Gabe Landeskog for the entirety of the regular season again this year. Oh um, yeah, that, that was uh, that was announced too. Landeskog is progressing yeah. from cartilage transplant in his right knee, but will likely be out of the entire season. Yeah, May, hopeful, right? For will still the, be out for the entire yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, do we need an update there? Um. That being said, like, for Colorado, having a dinged-up Kale McCarr going into the season, not ideal. Um, I don't know. I just I want a healthy Kale McCarr. 
because I, I, I think that he needs to start winning some Norris trophies and going on a run. Here. Last eight years, mm-hmm. eight different Norris trophy winners. I know. I'm not a fan of that because I think Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the game. I want him to go on a bit of a run here. Hold on here. Johnny, get over here. <laughs> I, I know your name's not Johnny. It's Kevin, right? On Tuesdays, yeah. 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 It's Wednesday. Okay. So, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Engineer. IT. IT. Voiceover. Really? You do yeah. voiceovers, too? Yeah, he does the turtle PSA. Yeah, it's hard to believe. And your IT? PSA. Yeah, I know. I wear and many And you come hats. in here and fix this? He's well, also in the Truck You commercial. Yeah, it's true. The Truck reason you. You don't have to curse at me. <laughs> you know, the reason why my hairline goes back so far is so I can fit more hats on my head. Wow. So... <laughs> You were in here yesterday, and you solved the phone situation with this yesterday, Mm -hmm. and we got the callers on the air. Why are you here right now? Well, so what had happened was uh, Chris made the microphone fall off of the mic arm. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear a bang. No, I I saw you picking up the keyboard, but I didn't see what actually happened. I was looking for the screw. Just a really loud thud came over air. Deafened everybody. I never. By the heard, way. I didn't hear it. No, there was no thud. <laughs> so you dropped lucky. the mic. It fell into my hand. He just yes. pulled it off into his hands. Yeah, he's you know he's he's moving it so aggressively. The mic doesn't have a. I a barely mind of its touched own. it. Okay, we got we got to go, but see, I I, I need mm-hmm. to have this question answered, and it's it's bugging me, and nobody has been able to give me a firm answer. Mm-hmm. See that little space. We've got a new desk in the in the control room. Of course. See that the space between the desk and the wall that's mm-hmm. about a foot wide. It's a useless space. It'd be it'd be great mm-hmm. to be able to to spin Ryan around and we could all look at each other. He wouldn't have to. Like it's it's just there's nothing that we can use with that. Can we move this desk mm-hmm. half a foot my way? Your like how, way. Yeah, because that would that would free up another half a foot. We could use that that area. I'm asking you live on the air on the VGK Insider Show during one-timers, which I'm, is news and notes. I'm going to go ahead and give you the news note that it's uh, that's a no from me, big dog. Why? Because you see all those fancy cables back there. You can't yeah. see them, but a picture uh, hard, power-carrying. Yeah, inside the, cave, inside the tube, yeah. They are bolted to the wall. So and there's as no we, slack? No. This was cut professionally. Well, nobody the, consulted with me because that's a useless space. Nobody consulted with me either. We brought in professionals here, okay. not me. And they were like, listen, if these move at all, sparks are going to fly. Um, well, that would be fun. Let's do that. Well, not while we're in the room. I mean, we're not Can that. Can you record it for me? Oh, you don't want to be in here for it. You just want me, you just want me to take the damage, the hazard and risk? You can take all the responsibility. I'm disappointed. Now, he could probably give you a yes answer on the other question you have. What's that now? Can we get a clock in here? Yeah, I need a clock. Oh, boy, do we need it for this segment. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, we're I'm way, way over. over. Yeah. Oh, Catching okay. up with Chapman's been canceled, by the way. Now, nobody... There's no digital clock, but I need it to be a, a good digital clock that is right on time. Nobody tell Chapman that there's a clock on the board. No, so, no, it's not for me. He can't see it. Oh, you can't, like, give the little hand signals? No, oh, I don't want to. We've already been through that. I don't want that. Can I get a clock in here? I don't see why not. You seem like a nice dude. If Chapman asked for it, I don't know. I did ask if for Ryan it. If Ryan asked for it, I don't know. Yeah, there we go. What is that about? It's one-timers brought to you by Paul Padilla. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. We'll be back.